This is Brevin Jordan, and you're listening to Roster Watch. tied in Brevin Jordan here to talk about uh, his experience here through the NFL draft process and you know maybe talk a little bit of football talk a little bit of personal life Brevin how you doing man I'm doing good how you doing um, I'm doing great thanks so much for taking a couple minutes to join me um, why don't you tell us what do you think about the NFL draft process what's your experience been so far what has stood out to you so far, I mean, this year has been different, you know, going through a different process, everything virtual. You know, I wish, you know, I could be meeting with every team, you know, and stuff personally. But, I mean, going through this process, I mean, it's a dream come true. You know, to be in this situation, you know, it's very humbling. You know, I'm just excited to be a part of this, man. I mean, it's, it's it really is a dream come true. There's really no words for it. Well, tell me, where have you been preparing? Where have you been working out with? Who have you been working out with? So I was training in Las Vegas at phase one. I was with uh, my man Reggie in a trip. I mean, I've known you know them guys since I was like seven years old. So, I mean, I was really much, you know, just training with family, training with, you know, at home, eating mama's home cooked food. So, I mean, it was a great, great opportunity. Oh, man, nothing like some home cooking, right? Like, it looks like you were able to, 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 to keep the calories off, though, man, with the workouts, dude. That's hard. <laughs> it's hard to beat mama's food, right? Uh, no doubt. So I I guess uh, you're you're a former Hurricane now, right, Brevin? So let me ask you, man. There's been so many good players that have come through the university, through the U. Who is considered on that campus like the greatest player of all time from that program? Woo, man. There, there's really there. You can't. There's really nobody that's considered. I mean, there's so many great dudes. There's so many legends that have come through. There's so, there's so many future guys that are have a that are gonna have a gold jacket at the end of their careers. But man. I'll probably say right now, at this stage, I probably Ed Reed. Ed Reed or Sean Taylor, you know, R.I.P. Sean Taylor. But, man, Ed Reed, you know, he just walks around campus and he just has a, a aura to him. He just has a, just a, just a, just a vibe to him, man. Like, he, walk, he walks to the locker room and everybody just, like, just gets quiet. Like, like Ed Reed, like, all right, like, y'all tighten up. Like, he just, just Ed Reed, man. I, I'd probably have to go with Ed Reed right now. Well, he's a bad man. I, you know what? And that, Brevin, that's going to take me off script here, man. That raises a great question. So we're talking about you transitioning to the NFL. Now, look, not every safety is Ed Reed in the NFL, clearly. One of the best to ever do it. Hall of Fame, just go, right? But is you're going to be matched up against dudes that are really good at the safety, linebacker position. Sometimes you're going to have to block edge rushers. Uh, it's a big step up, man. You know, you talk about a guy like Ed Reed. What gives you confidence that you can go defeat a guy like Ed Reed or, you know, all pro caliber, you know, safeties in the NFL when you got to line up there and make plays, man? I mean, what gives me the confidence is, you know, my practice, you know, practicing at the University of Miami. You know, I was going up against, you know, Bubba Boulder. Bubba Boulder, I think, is going to be a first first round pick next year and next year's draft. So, I mean, just going up against, you know, the competition I had at the University of Miami, just the confidence that I built up in myself, you know, playing the position a long time. I mean, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to get there and challenge myself. You know, it's going to be a challenge for myself, 
for my mentality, for my for my preparation and everything. But I'm ready, man. I'm ready to take that next step. I like you, dude, man. You seem pumped. You're very enthusiastic. I'll tell you, too, I've been doing this for a while now. And, you know, as somebody who scouts the players coming into the NFL, you raise a great point. There's no better way to scout a player and to try to analyze how prepared he is to play in the NFL than to scout him playing against other NFL players. Like every year I go to the senior bowl because that's all basically NFL players out there going against each other. It's a very good setting to watch each other compete. So I think that's a great point at Miami. You practice against very high level, high caliber competition. That probably does have you ready. You guys still, I mean, you have a pretty good tight end lineage around there. Y'all still talk about Jeremy Shockey and the tight end room around there or what, man? <laughs> Absolutely. We talk about everything, man. We talk about Jeremy Shockey, David Njoku, Chris Herndon. I mean, we even go back to, to Bubba Franks. I mean, Gerald Everett. There's so many guys that have just come through the U. I mean, it, it, it's it's amazing. I mean, we the, our main thing is trying to keep the lineage going because it's tight end U. And anybody that tries to question it, I'm sorry, but you're silly. You need to, well, you need to get smart. <laughs> Dude, I mean, Herndon's a beast if he could just stay healthy, man. But tell me about Njoku, man. I mean, Njoku was a freak coming out of Miami. It sounds like this is a guy you paid attention to. He's been in the NFL a few years now. I'm not sure if you were on campus yet or not. But what do you think's kind of gone wrong with him in the NFL? And is there anything that you could take away from that for yourself? And maybe I mean, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think, you know, the tight end position, especially going into the NFL, it's a huge adjustment period. You know, it's a, it's a position where you have to adapt. I mean, it takes a couple of years for everybody to adapt. Some guys adapt faster. Some guys takes a, to adapt longer. I mean, I think David Njoku is going to be a great player. I think he's going to be an NFL all-pro tight end. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I mean, everybody has, you know, their growing pains, and he's going to be all right. I mean, the dude's a freak. If you look at his, how he's built and how he, how he runs, everything, how he jumps, everything about him, I mean, he's a freak. So, I'm, I'm not worried about him. David Njoku is going to be a great player. Well, you hear that frequently about the tight end position that is actually a difficult transition in the NFL because in some ways you've got to learn multiple positions. Like, you've got to learn the – the blocking schemes and kind of how to play with the offensive line. At the same time, you're learning to run these routes, kind of like a wide receiver adjusting uh, to the NFL. So, I mean, I guess when you evaluate the tight end position, what do you see when you scout a tight end, when you scout the position, what do you see as the preeminent, like the number one and two skills that a tight end has to have to be successful? Well, not not just the tight end, but everybody. Everybody has to you know know the playbook first of all. Everybody, because if you don't know the playbook, I mean, I've seen guys. I know throughout my throughout my football playing career, I've seen guys who are freakish athletes who are you know great players, but they don't know the playbook, so they're not playing as fast. They're freakish. Their freakish nature can't show. And then too, I think you know just toughness. You know, uh, as a tight end, you have to be able to to work in the pass pro, to work in the run game, and also you know after doing all that to go out wide, to go on the slide and, you know, make a 15 yard catch, make a, make an unbelievable catch on third down. So, I mean, I think just overall, you do have to have those two things in order to really be successful in the NFL as a tight end. Well, that's kind of the book on you is that you're a versatile guy. You can make plays in the pass game. They can bring you in line all over the formation. You can block and, and these things. And I think one of the things that intrigues folks about you, Brevin, is that you have your career production trajectory at Miami every year, it kind of increased the way that people like to see you've got this junior profile. Everybody likes the juniors coming out. They like guys who break out at kind of a younger age that tends to have a correlation to success in the NFL. So you, why don't you walk me through your experience as a player at university of Miami and, and, and that trajectory of your production and how you maybe improved. 
I mean, I think that just comes with, you know, building confidence in your OC. I mean, throughout my time in Miami, I had three different offensive coordinators, four different quarterbacks. So, I mean, with my first offensive coordinator, Mark Rick, you know, I think I was just a freshman and I was a pup. And my main role was to stay in line. I was I was a, a true freshman. So my main role was to, you know, helping the pass pro, helping the run game. And, you know, I, I think I did pretty well at it. But that was that was my role. You know, my role wasn't to, to be the main, to be the number one pass catching. We had Jeff Thomas. We had Lawrence Kedra on the outside. So we had guys, you know, that were older that, you know, were deservedly so, you know, the number one guys. My junior year came around and my stats did get better. But still, you know, my role was to help a lot with, you know, pass pro and in the run game. And that was with, you know, Dan Enos. He ran a more so a pro-style offense. We called it up every play. So that was that was just my role. But I still was out there, you know, making plays in the in the passing game. And then this passion with Red Lashley, you know, obviously he runs a straight spread offense. You know, he liked me in the slot a lot. He put me in the backfield a lot. So my, my role wasn't to, you know, to assist a lot in the run game and in the pass pro. Obviously, I did it a little bit. But, I mean, he kept me in the slot. I mean, more than probably say 40%, 50% of the time I was in the slot making plays. He's giving me the ball on third down, first P and 10. So, I mean, my role was to, you know, be a pass catcher this past year. So, I think that's just the way things go, you know, building confidence in your offensive coordinators and, you know, just making plays. And that was just my, my role, just expanding slowly as my time at my time at Miami. Well, given all of that experience and different capacities that you were utilized in, Brevin, I mean, where do you think you give defenders the biggest problem? I think I give defenders the biggest problem in, in all aspects. I mean, but really, I think just moving me all over the formation, you know, creating mismatches, you know, just just overall. I mean, I, I, I can see myself playing wherever on the field, in the backfield, in the slot, out wide, anywhere, like anywhere. And then just getting me mismatches and, and match me up with, you know, linebackers or, you know, smaller safeties. I think overall, I mean, that I think that'll be a problem. That'll cause a great problem in the NFL. Well, and I was going to ask you, you know, how do you, how would you defend yourself in the NFL? But I think you're going to tell me that a safety is too small and then a linebacker is too slow. Um, you know, I don't know what else you're going to tell me other than that. So let's, let's talk about it. Um, what did you hear from the NFL teams after your pro day? Um, I heard after my pro day that they loved it, that they loved my pro day. You know, I, I my, to me, to my standard, I wasn't, you know, very happy with my pro day because I ran a, Four six four. I mean, it jumped to thirty four. So I mean, I wasn't very happy overall my pro day. But when I went out to ramp to run routes to do individual drills, the scouts loved it. You know, I, I got multiple texts from scouts. My agent got multiple texts from scouts about how they loved you know my route running. You know, because I was very versatile. So I was running double. I was running double moves, stick nods. I was very crisp in and out of my routes, nineties in and out. So I mean, I think overall they loved it. I mean, they so they told me at least they loved it. If they didn't love it, I don't think that would we would be getting texts from, you know, scouts and GMs and stuff. But overall, man, I, I wasn't, I wasn't very happy with it, but I think when I went out to routes, you know, I think I, I proved myself that I could be a Chris Brown runner. Well, you see the thirst for the tight end position in this league right now, man. I mean, what are the most common questions the NFL teams are asking you? I think the most common questions is like, do they, I think the most common question that I'm getting is, can I block? And obviously a lot of scouts are saying like, you know, it's surprising, you know, when they turn on the film, like how good of a blocker I am, but, but just overall cleaning up my technique, I think that'll be the main thing going into the NFL because technique is going to, so it's going to help me win against, you know, Khalil Mack and, you know, guys like Von Miller, the, the best defensive ends, the best linebackers in the game. I think my technique is what's going to help me win those one-on-one matchups. So you think even with all the talk about all these move tight ends that kind of when you get down to the nuts and bolts, these, the NFL teams, they still want 
a tight end who can play a high snap count percentage, can be in there on third downs, can block. I mean, it just makes it a harder scheme, you know, to defend because it's, you don't, you don't know, you know, it's not a known, it's not known what's going to happen when that player's in, if they can play on all, all of those downs. It's, it's interesting that you're hearing that. Um, what did your, the one thing I didn't see from pro day is what, did, what was the, what the hands measure in at dude? I don't even know. I mean, I, I I have pretty big hands. It's not like my hands are small. I have hands are too long, but I, I honestly don't know. I think we got to figure that. Oh man, that's awesome. Well, this is a great interview, dude. I'll get you out of here in a couple of seconds, man. Uh, well, look, tell me, I always like to ask, like we want to humanize you guys a little bit too. I mean, what's something that most people don't know about you? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing a lot of people don't know about me is I'm Korean. I'm I'm 25% Korean, and I, I claim my Korean heritage big time. You know, a lot of my Korean family is based in Las Vegas. So, I mean, I eat Korean food all the time, you know. So, I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't know about, about me. But I'm definitely, I'm a major Korean guy. Bro, I love some rowdy kimchi, man. Love some, love. some just some spicy, the sweet, sour fermented flavor profiles. You know, I love Asian food, man. I used to eat a lot of Vietnamese and Thai and Korean was a little bit more of an acquired taste. Yeah. But now definitely. that I got it down, dude, that Korean food is the jam. Bro. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, well, I'll tell you what, I'll get you out of here on this last one. Uh, Revan, this has been an excellent interview. I appreciate your time, dude. I wish you a prosperous and spectacular NFL career. Look forward to staying in touch with you. I want you to you know, stay healthy and we can't wait to watch you on Sunday. So tell me if, there's one last play call in your career, one last route to run, and you get to pick it. What would it be, man? Ooh, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you like a certain route. My main thing is just give me the ball. Give me the ball in space. I mean, I'm cool with a bubble. I'm cool with a, a, a slide route. I'm cool with a post. I mean, a seam, whatever you want me to run. I'm cool with it. Just, just give me the ball in my hands. Give me the ball in my hands, and I'll make something happen. That's it. That's a wrap. Give the ball to this man. Get the ball in his damn hands. Brevin Jordan, an excellent interview. I wish you all the best in the NFL, man. Thanks so much for your time. 